0: And welcome to evolve.ag's podcast. I'm Wendy, your host, and today we're going to talk about the five things that are trending in food and food tech for 2020. Before we jump into 2020 trends, I want to share a quick recap of what was hot in 2019. This past year we saw a rise in vertical farms. They evolved from just a dream and a business plan to actually bringing food to market Greens that I personally indulged in were from Plenty in Northern California and Box greens in Miami, although there are many others that I just can't wait to try out. We were also very excited to see the expansion of Gotham greens to New England. 2019 was an expansive year for many vertical farms across the world and 2020 is gonna be even better. Significant advancements were also made this past year in the lab-grown meat, also known as cellular agriculture or cultured meat world. If you have no idea what i'm talking about i encourage you to check out the blog at evolve.ag for a more detailed look into this industry and a deep dive into a company who is replicating a chinese delicacy cellularly and no it's not shark fin terminology wise we saw the term vegan get a bit of a facelift by transitioning into the term plant-based and speaking of plant-based beyond meat the first plant-based meat company went public and broke all sorts of records growing 163% on its first day. Impossible Foods not only put themselves on the map and on the menu at many restaurants, but also expanded to Asia. And let's not forget my personal favorite, Oatly, who took the world by storm. If you search hard enough on TikTok, you'll find our own personal ode to Oatly. But enough about that, let's get on to the good stuff. 2020 is here, and while we're still a few years away from eating like the Jetsons, innovations in food are changing what we eat how food is produced, and even how we think about food. So keep listening to hear our top five trends in food and food tech for this year. The first big trend for 2020 is that food products and nutrition will be more customized to you and your needs, no matter if you're doing meatless Mondays, going keto, or just trying to eat healthier. Big Food has learned that there's no longer one size or type of milk that fits all. And small specialty brands tailored to specific diets are making their way to your grocery shelves. On a macro level, you'll be able to look to your genes to find out what foods work for your body. Geno is one company specifically doing this by offering personalized eating plans based on your genes. And digging a little deeper into your body, gut-based research companies like Viome are analyzing your microbiome and providing specific nutritional advice and probiotic supplements based on what microorganisms you got going on down in your belly. Similarly, Nourished is a vitamin company out of the UK who are 3D printing personalized vitamins for you based on your body's unique needs and health priorities. So in general, in 2020, this is gonna be the year where specialized diets will become more mainstream as food companies respond to choosy consumers and nutritional supplements adapt from your input. <laughs> Our second trend of 2020 is more expansive and creative food delivery, including the rise of ghost kitchens. Food delivery is not new. In fact, in 2018, it was a $34 billion industry. But Forbes predicts that by 2025, it's gonna become a $200 billion industry. And restaurants are taking note. A lot of them already partner with third-party delivery companies. I'm sure you've seen some Caviar or Uber Eats coming through your neighborhood, but this can get expensive. Third parties usually take a commission from each meal, so some restaurants are starting to hire their own fleets of delivery drivers and come up with proprietary solutions. One example of this is how the salad moguls at Sweet Greens are putting delivery hubs, or branded shelving, in the lobbies of office buildings and apartments where they drop off customized salads that people order off their app. To meet the staffing and supply demands for this rise in to go orders, some restaurants are opening ghost kitchens. Simply put, these are separate kitchen facilities with no front of house to worry about. Alternative spaces like these remove the stress on chefs and the extra time needed for preparing to-go orders in the middle of their lunch or dinner rushes. They can be an economical solution for growing delivery demands, especially when several restaurants can share the same space. In addition to takeout, we're also seeing a growing number of food plan delivery services. These companies like Thistle or Urban Remedy deliver several days worth of food that is tailored to specific dietary needs. So you can say goodbye to meal prepping and still keep your anti-inflammation or vegan lifestyle. Restaurants and food companies are taking delivery very seriously. So this year, keep an eye out for your local ghost kitchen and more food options arriving at your door even faster. The third trend is that more food is gonna be grown vertically or from indoor controlled environment and be more traceable too. We already talked about how vertical farming was on the rise in 2019, but now we're going to see even more locations of established vertical farms. Gotham Greens and Bowery are both coming to my hometown, Baltimore, and Plenty is expanding to Los Angeles. This signals that business is good for vertical farms and viable enough to allow for scaling up which if any of you have been following the vertical farming trends, one of the major concerns that they have is that it's too expensive to scale. So this is all good signs from the vertical farm industry. Here at Evolve, we want people to know where their food comes from, and soon you'll be able to see it growing in your local grocery store. Vertical farms like InFarm and ComCrop are partnering with grocery stores to bring consumers the freshest produce possible because it's cultivated and picked in store. So keep an eye out in your local QFC or if you happen to be in Singapore at fair price extra for these displays coming soon. You'll also start seeing more specialty products coming out of controlled environments and vertical farms, too. For example, there's a vertical farm in New Jersey that grows specialty strawberries and picks them at the height of ripeness. They're also then hand delivered day of to the happy chefs and served happy omakase eaters. Traceability via blockchain is another trend we've heard a lot about but we will see put into action next year. This growing area in tech allows you to see exactly where your food has been from farm to fork. And given the large number of E. coli contamination reports this year in the US, having a point to point history of where your food has traveled will make food safety efforts more efficient and rigorous. The fourth trend for 2020 is all about packaging. Plastic is finally being replaced by a lot of different ingredients. Inventors are thinking outside of the bag and experimenting with materials like a compostable plastic wrap that's been upcycled from shellfish shells or a compostable container made from sugarcane waste and biodegradable bowls that you can actually eat. And finally, our fifth trend. What foods and drinks will be popular this year? As a food anthropologist, I get asked this all the time. Over the past decade, we saw some surprising foods trending. First there was kale, which made waves a few years back and ended up in salads, smoothies, basically you name it and kale was in it. Then cruciferous vegetables like Brussels sprouts and cauliflower had their 15 minutes of fame. And last year was appropriately deemed the year of the vegan, with plant-based meats growing in numbers and popularity. So what will be hot and in our mouths in 2020? We predict you'll be seeing the following trends. Let's start out generally. Plant-based meat companies like Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat got a lot of backlash this past year because various ingredients in their recipes are highly processed. While some of this was just bad press sponsored by meat lobbying groups, it is true that not every ingredient in some plant-based meat alternatives are from actual Whole Foods, or even pronounceable for that matter. And this has become a big enough deal that food companies are responding by updating their ingredients and doing a better job of describing exactly what is in their foods. So in 2020, keep an eye out for new recipes that take both ingredients and level of processing into consideration. We'll also be seeing new alternative protein companies coming to the market with recipes that have fewer ingredients we've never heard of and are minimally processed. And in the alternative protein plant-based category, get ready for garbanzo beans to have a moment. Also known as chickpeas, these versatile little protein nuggets are expanding beyond hummus and gluten-free flour and are about to compete with oats and almonds in the alternative meat category. That's right, everyone, chickpea milk is a thing and it's coming for your coffee and cereal. As previously mentioned, I'm a huge fan of oat milk and definitely a little skeptical of alternatives. But an Israeli company called Chickpea is working on a chickpea drink that will have more protein than other alternative milks out there and i can imagine how it will be just as creamy so watch out fellow oat milk fans we may have a new favorite vegan milk to try the next food trend for 2020 also has to do with processing and food waste it's called upcycling and we're about to see a bunch of upcycled foods come to market what is upcycling you may ask well simply put it's using the byproducts of food that would otherwise go to waste for example a company named Renewal Mill is upcycling the soybean pulp, also known as okara, from soy milk and turning this into a flour that has way more fiber and fewer carbs than the old-school wheat-based flour. Planetarians is another rising star in the upcycling world, turning spent sunflower and other agricultural byproducts into a high-protein and high-fiber flour. Next on the list is seaweed. This is another favorite food of mine that I think has been grossly underused in the past, but it's about to have its moment and be used for a number of different purposes. No longer will it merely be a sleek wrapper for your sushi, it's being used to feed livestock, being made into shoes, and powering marathon runners from a tiny little capsule. And that's just what we saw last year. So in 2020 get ready we're going to see seaweed in all kinds of unexpected places and lastly two related trends first off people are turning to adaptogens and other nutritional substances that help your body de-stress and stay balanced and i don't think this is just going to be a january new year's resolution trend you're going to find these in smoothies teas various cbd infused beverages out there and touted by the wellness crowd throughout the year adaptogens that i've seen gaining popularity lately include moringa ashwagandha, astragalus, and even the amino acid L-theanine. Secondly, we're going to see less alcohol consumed and replaced by drinks that help you chill out. Many of those that actually contain adaptogens too. Several zero-proof cocktail brands like Seedlip and Curious Elixirs have been buzzing into Instagram feeds over the holidays. And on drink menus globally, new sections are dedicated to low alcohol libations. So however you get it, chill is going to be trending in 2020. That's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time. For more food information and education about food and food tech, check out our site at www.evolve.ag. That's www.evolve.ag. Thanks for listening.